while we are extremely sustainable, our mission as a brand is essentially to just make the best product. And the best product happens to be sustainable, but you know, people associate sustainability with like not the best product sometimes. And that's not always correct. Are like, this is truly just the best product for you. It's going to make your life much better. And also it's going to make you feel good because it is better for the world. Have you ever wondered how do you grow a socially conscious and environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tandiono and welcome to the e-commerce speak podcast. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce speak podcast. I'm super happy I have Steph Han uh, with me here today. Steph Han is the founder and CEO of Cadence. Steph and the team at Cadence is on a mission to end single-use travel-sized plastics. And their first product is the capsule. It's a sustainable, refillable, portable personal care system that you can carry your uh, health and personal products while you're on the go. You can fill it with pretty much anything like vitamins, sunscreens, hair gels, uh, shampoo or whatever that uh, that you need while you're moving from one place to another. So it's really convenient and it's they are also magnetic. So they stick together and make it easy and convenient for you to bring it uh, around with you. So I think this is a brilliant and uh, innovative product. And welcome to the show, Steph. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Vincent. Yeah, I, I mean, when I saw Kinesi, it was really, really cool and uh, interesting concept. So walk me through a bit, what's your journey starting your own brand and how do you come up with the idea to create Cadence? Yeah, so my journey is, maybe we could call it the classic founder uh, story. I had, the, I had my own huge personal pain point. Um, so I'm someone who invests a lot of time and money uh, into my own personal uh, wellness routine. And I'm also someone who is... Um, on the go a lot, whether, you know, a hike for a day or traveling on the weekend or traveling for work. And at the time, I just, I could not merge the two. It was like oil and water. And I would go to CVS and Sephora. I would buy those small single use little travel size bottles. I am a big rock climber and outdoors person. So I felt very unsustainable and hypocritical. Uh, I would leave products I loved behind which just made me um, not feel great. And then the third thing is I would, you know, toss everything into the giant Ziploc bag and hope no one would look at it. And so after years actually of exploring other products, really thinking about the problem, you know, I pretty much exhausted anything I could have found out there. And that's when I decided that I needed to do this. Yeah. And I hear that it was quite a challenge when you were designing the, the product for Cadence. Uh, walk me through like what was that experience and how did you finally uh, find a suitable product? Yes. So it was a challenge because 
that our first product, the capsules, um, are very small, but very tricky to make. Um, it is hexagonal, which is always just harder to injection mold. It's made from a portion of sustainable material. Um, a portion of that is regrind. Uh, a portion of that is also recycled ocean-bound plastic. Um, additionally, it is very small. Uh, there are magnets hidden within the walls of the capsule. It has to be deeply chemically resistant because we wanted anyone to be able to put any skincare, hair care, medication um, inside of the capsules and not have to think twice about it. And then very physically durable. So we always used to say, you know, you should be able to toss this in your luggage on top of your clothes and feel completely confident that this is not going to open, right? So it's airtight, watertight. Um, and so merging all of those things together was quite the challenge. We went through, you know, five to 10 engineers in the early days. Everyone told us that the capsules were too difficult to make and tried to get us to change features and value add, um, you know, design moments uh, about the capsule. Um, they wanted us to, for example, our cap magnetizes to the side of the capsule. This is so that if you're, say, at a hotel, you don't need to put the cap on the counter. You keep everything super clean and organized. You know, we had people telling us, you know, it would just be easier for you to just completely next your whole goal there. And so, you know, we remain focused on the goal. And, you know, now we say we are excited about solving difficult problems. Everything at one point was impossible. And then there was one person who said, we can do this. Um, and we problem solved around it. So we're very lucky to have a very smart and innovative team. Yeah, it's always great to have a great team. So what were some of your biggest takeaways from your previous uh, roles? I believe you were a lead video editor, right? And you worked with some of the big brands. So what were some of your biggest takeaways from that experience that helped you when you were starting out and, and growing Cadence right now? It's a great question. So I have a bit of an untraditional background, as you mentioned. I came from the documentary space. There's actually so many crossovers to um, creating your own business and being a founder. So one takeaway that I had is in the documentary space, for example, you know, they'll portion out scenes of a movie and you'll work on it for one or two months and then you will put all the scenes together and then you'll watch it as a whole. And what happens a lot of the time is the scene that you've poured your heart into and your time into is just not a good fit for the overall story. Um, and so a lack of preciousness is pretty imperative in the video editing and documentary space. And that is translated super well into cadence because you can't be afraid to pivot. You cannot be afraid to cut your losses and go in another direction. Startups are all about making a mistake and then not making it again um, and moving forward. And so that was a huge, huge thing that I took away from that experience. I also um, took away this idea of making something from what you have. So in the documentary space, you know, it's not like traditional feature film where each shot is planned out. Of course, there are goals to have, but especially for us, we were shooting extreme sports and athletes. And so a lot of the imagery that you would capture is very like spur of the moment um, because you can't plan that. And I would sit and see what I have and then 
source and find and be creative. You know, if you need a certain shot that you can't seem to find, you, you know, dig and dig and dig. And ultimately what you put together is a product of your creativity and problem solving. And that is just such a huge part of being in a startup. You know, you're faced with problems every single day and being able to be clever about how you navigate that is everything. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of uh, problems that you have to deal with on a daily basis. So I'm really curious, like, what do you like most about uh, what you do right now? Ooh, that's a tough one, Vincent. Um, what do I like the most? You know, I don't know if I can pinpoint one thing, but I can list out a few. So I get to take all of the maybe experiences in the past of working maybe for other people, um, things that I would have changed. You know, we've all maybe worked at a business where we've been, where we've seen things that, oh, I think I can make that better. Or, you know, hey, someone just delivered me this feedback in a way that like didn't really encourage me, but I would have done it in a different way. Um, so I have the opportunity to take maybe previously negative experiences or things that I think could have been even better. And I get to make them better. Um, and it's not easy and it never happens immediately. There are a thousand challenges about, you know, starting a startup. Um, you know, you'll have all these grandiose goals, um, but it takes a lot of active work to actually make things better. But the, the, the opportunity that I, I get to do it different um, and be creative, um, we're not only innovative, in our products, we try and be innovative in our team culture and the way we communicate, um, how we set up daily work um, for everyone on the team um, and encourage that. So that is one of the, the coolest things. And then the, the second thing I will say is, you know, I, I, get to, I get to work with really amazing people that I'm constantly learning from. It is absolutely, in my opinion, for me and the way I learn, the best MBA. Um, I get to work with people who have different experiences, backgrounds, come from different walks of life, know more than me, um, and many different specialties and capacities. And, you know, I get to learn with them very hands-on and apply it to something that is like kind of my child. And, you know, so what a, what a better way to learn. Yeah, working with the right people, I think is really important, especially when growing a business. So how do you choose, like, who is the right, right uh, team member to work with you? Yes, it's, you know, interviewing is always tough. Um, and it's something we are always talking about and looking to improve. One thing we always look for is warmth. You know, we work really closely together. Um, and it's imperative that people can be a team player, even in the worst of times. People always obviously present them their best selves to you on an interview, but like that's not daily life. Things are going to drop, balls are going to drop. And we need someone who has this like positive mental energy. Um, they're not looking to blame other people for why things happened. They're not looking to, um, they're, they're looking to uplift their teammates and do good for the company. And so someone who is a problem solver, someone who um, is kind and warm um, and open um, and has ideas. Um, we just look for passionate people who we want to be really in the trenches with. Um, and so a lot of times we will ask questions about, you know, what are your 
top three strengths? What are your top three weaknesses? And tell me about a time where it's impacted your job or your work um, and kind of getting to know people, you know, in that capacity, honestly. Mm, yeah, that's that's excellent way to like filter out who are the right people. So let's uh, shift focus a bit to the sustainability. I know that sustainability is a huge part of uh, Cadence because everything is made out of like uh, recyclable materials. So how does your approach to sustainability like impact the way that you make uh, decisions in your business? Mm, yes. So we, number one, believe that we should be aiming to make lifelong products. So durability is our number one sustainability goal. And that is a backbone we use in pretty much any, most specifically product decision. So we don't like go out, you know, many companies do this and it's not bad. It's just a different way of doing business for, for those companies. They go out and they find a product that exists and maybe make decisions to make it theirs, make it their brand they put their name on it and they sell it. And that is one business model. Our business model, we literally make it from scratch, right? And so we have full, we not only make it from scratch, but we have all those relationships ourselves. Um, we completely connect and manage all of our suppliers. Um, we get to know people who are making our product. Um, and so because of this, we are able to make product decisions um, that allow us to be more sustainable. So we don't throw out any of our manufacturing scrap, as I mentioned, we can work with our manufacturers and regrind that into our products. Um, and then on the product pipeline, we don't launch anything that doesn't need to exist in this world. Um, we see that being the, the number one focus. Mm -hmm. And so many of the people that are not familiar with your product, uh, they are probably still used to like the, the old way of using those this, uh, those travel-sized single-use plastics, right? So how do you attract those uh, ideal customers to you? What do you find that works the best when it comes to attracting them? Yeah, so what works the best is reminding them about what they're doing now, right? When you talk about it, what we found is people will often say this isn't a problem I even knew I have because people have gotten very like, this is, I guess the way it is. This, this product I ordered from Amazon, that's a silicone travel bottle. It's just going to break. I'm going to fill it with product. It may or may not break and I'm going to bring it back. And then the product is going to get absorbed into the bottle walls. I don't have a label for it. And then on my next trip, I'm going to dig it out of the corner of my bathroom. I'm going to pull it up and go, I don't know what's in here. And then I'm going to throw it out and go to CVS and buy another bottle. But it kind of is like just what you did, right? So um, we have to show people, hey, remember when you did this? This is how things could be for you. Um, and that works super well. It connects with people. Um, you know, everyone understands the visual of, you know, a product exploded in your bag and no one wants that. Yeah, yeah. So what I hear you saying is it, it's not just... It being um, eco-friendly, it also has to work much better than the non-eco-friendly version, right? Oh, a thousand percent. You know, while we are extremely sustainable, our, our mission as a brand is essentially to just make the best product. And the best product happens to be sustainable. But I often think, you know, there are products 
know, people associate sustainability with like not the best product sometimes, and that's not always correct. Um, we are like, this is truly just the best product for you. It's going to make your life much better. And also it's going to make you feel good because it is better for the world. Mm, yeah. So now it's been like a year and a half or more since uh, founding uh, Cadence. So where do you see your business in, let's say, in two or three years time? Absolutely. I mean, our mission as a company is to bring you calm and control whether you're home or away. So anything that can be better that you touch between being at home or being out of the home, um, we're going to make better for you. Mm, yeah. And uh, this, this one question that I like to ask my guests is uh, what is the best advice that you have ever received? Okay, this is a good one. Um, this is a bit of a complicated one, and I, I, I don't remember the exact phrase, so I won't even attempt it, but something about you should listen like your argument is wrong. So essentially, be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes who you disagree with, Right. Because I think a lot of times in business, you know, even with your team or with other brands, right? We all want the same thing. None of us are hopefully bad people. Um, and I think when you mix stress and lack of sleep and big decisions um, with, with things, um, you can almost lose sight that we're all fighting for the same goal. Um, and so one of the things I have spent and continue to spend so much time on is being as good of a listener as possible and not reacting emotionally to things. And so that is one of the best pieces of advice that I have ever received is just remind yourself that people um, are on your side sometimes or remind yourself to put yourself in their shoes um, because you might gain a lot of really important insights. It doesn't mean you change your mind or you even change what you're pushing for, but um, it'll really change the way you communicate it. Yeah, I think that definitely putting yourself in other people's shoes is really important, especially with communication, whether it's team members or, or even if sometimes even the customers, right? Because they, they might have different opinions or different suggestions. So yeah, I, I totally love that uh, advice. So uh, Steph, for people who want to check out Cadence or they want to try out some of the uh, your products, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes. So you can find us online um, at keepyourcadence.com. Um, and on Instagram, we're also keepyourcadence. And cadence is with a C. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll definitely uh, make sure to put that in the show notes as well. Keepyourcadence.com and keep your cadence on Instagram. And uh, Steph, before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you'd like to share that I didn't ask or any like, final takeaways? Oh my goodness. No, this was such a pleasure talking to you. Um, you know, I'm always here to help other young founders. Um, I've had people help me. So if anyone, you know, if I can ever be helpful to someone, feel free to you know, DM me on Instagram. Yeah, excellent. So thank you so much, Steph, for being on the show and taking your time. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks, Vincent.